ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 12 of Masters of Banter. I am your host, John Michael, and I'm here with... Mike Lake in the building. And this is the second episode of two. This is the sports episode where we're going to discuss NBA free agency, or not free agency, but NBA's (laughs) preseason, and a few of the hot topics that have been going on after NFL Week 5, which saw Tom Brady come back, and um, both me and Mike's teams win for a change, so let's get the episode started. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, Mike. So first thing on the docket was the beginning of the NBA year as far as preseason started, and we saw the super team of the year come out with a bang. I, man. Knocked the Clippers off by 40? They went off on the Clips, and we were, they being the Warriors. I mean, what else did we expect? Yeah. I don't know what else to say about it. I, with, a, with a huge smile on my face. Dude, I... When, when KD hit hit his first three, I went, "Oh no!" There we, <laughs> we go. And he's so much taller than than everyone else that the yeah. Warriors have. It was their 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 three or stretch four or whatever the hell he's playing on that roster. Whenever they have, I didn't um, even think of that. He's, whenever they have their real five in, and they put green at the four and he's at the three yeah it is the most menacing looking lineup in the world because he looks small ball with tall ass character he looks like skinny luke cage out there (laughs) playing the three because he's so much bigger than everyone else and the the three position is their big man yeah jamal crawford on him at one point i'm like who the hell why is jamal crawford covering kevin durant any shot he wants all season yeah i mean except when he ran into uh lebron and him so I mean, LeBron his, his and hers asked questions are going to win every game by forty. That's preposterous. But I will ask this question: Is there a team in the West at all that will challenge them? Because I don't think there is. I don't there think wasn't the Spurs a team in the West that challenged them last year. Other than the, the the in the West, yeah, Oklahoma City Thunder took them to seven. Well, how possibly can they challenge them this year? I don't know, man. I, <laughs> they don't have so, KD. So my thing is, I think there's, I think that. Uh, Portland's gonna be pretty good. I think Portland's Portland gonna be was really pretty good, good last year. I think Portland's also on a mission to show them that all right, you can you can do it. But the to issue, be honest, the with issue you, is that they already so Portland Portland had a formidable team as it relates to OKC, but OKC simply said, "Hey guys, let's just calm down. We have more firepower than them." And they just outshot them. Is it basically a race to the finals then? I mean, is it, if, right now? I mean, right now we're 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 you know just talking about it. We're chop, chopping it up. I'm it gonna, looks like a race to the finals. It looks like whoever plays the least games to that seven game <laughs> series is probably going to be the, yeah going to be the best. I'm a little gun shy on calling uh, these two teams to repeat the finals matchup we just saw three uh, in a row. Whew. I'm I'm a fan of the Lakers if y'all don't remember and I remember we put together one of these type of teams and it did not work out that well. Now granted none of our people were actively in their prime like they are in OKC. None of your people were actively trying to have a nice relationship with the other one. Exactly. Yeah, no they all were superstar divas um following behind Kobe except for uh Nash. Nash was a team player. But anyway, I digress. The, my point being, I'm still a little gun shy. Twenty seven years old when y'all put that That's what I together. said. They were all past their prime. <laughs> I'm a little gun shy on on anoint. Even the Heat when the Heat put that team together, we anointed them. It the took Kings a year to just, the, Yeah, it took them a couple years to get it together. Of course, I, I don't think it's going to take OKC that long. No. They're going to be dangerous this year. I think they fit better. Yeah. The thing about the Heat putting together, I said I'm a Heat fan, and they matched they, they match a bunch of solo players together. They, yeah, they put yeah. three players. 
They did two of them. which played the same position. The reason Boston, <laughs> the reason Boston fit so well was none of them played the same position. Uh-huh. They all fit perfectly, and also they oh. also did a hell of a job picking the perfect point guard for that system. They put Rajon Rent. I don't agree to agree about anything about Boston. Well. They they beat you the first time, so I don't know what you're you got him back. You got him back in probably the best series I've ever seen, which is that seven game series. The, no, those two years were amazing basketball years. We lost to them in the finals, and then we came back and beat them. The, in the one finals. you beat them was the best series I've ever seen. That's probably my favorite series I've ever watched. I thoroughly enjoyed it. all. And I will note, I am not 30 years old, so if anyone wants to reference a Chicago Bulls series, eat a dick. Because I was not. I don't remember those. I don't remember those except for an ESPN Classic. Yeah. Um, I started watching and basketball. That doesn't count. That yeah. doesn't count. It's not exciting no. when you can fast forward to the previews. So yeah. Shut up. <laughs> we don't get the real authentic yeah. '90s commercials. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> anyway, but the point is, you're 100 percent correct. I think the players that they gel together here. First of all, you already had a really good team, 73 win team, yeah. and then you add a superstar, all star in Kevin Durant to that team. His play style matches theirs. His defensive style matches theirs. I oh. think. I think it's a it's a marriage made in heaven. I'm just. They're very skinny. They're fast. <laughs> They're very skinny. I will though. tell you that I, I agree with that 100%. I think the one good thing that they have is that Kevin Durant worked extremely hard on his defense last year with I OKC. He worked hard on them weights. That boy is fragile. Yeah, but the thing is, he's so long. He's so long. It Length yeah. length makes up for a lot whenever it comes to you playing defense because well, I'm just thinking if they get in They're going to be a steel happy team. They're going to yes. they're going to rely on that a lot. That's what I'm saying. I'm just worried about if they get into a banging game or a series where they got to bang bodies with somebody. They don't have anybody to do that except Draymond, and we saw what well, happened. They picked up a couple. Cleveland. They picked up a couple people that would just would, like the Verjals of the world, which are just foul catchers. Like, yeah. hey, we're gonna, we're gonna need you to stand in front of some people, take some charges. It's interesting you bring up Verjals because I didn't even uh, honestly I was so stuck on like the the starting five. I didn't even think to look at who the other players well, are. Who picked, the other seven? Uh, they picked up. But I, well, during free agency, there's like a million people on the roster. I know they picked up uh, the the European guy to play the center position as the starter. Okay. Because uh, you're not starting Verjal anyway. I'll look it up. Uh, yeah. What's the team the same thing? Um, uh, not State Warriors. Yeah, ask me that. But uh, I will tell you this. I agree with you that they're really skinny. I I don't think it's going to affect them as much as other people are because everyone seems to be transitioning to their style of offense. But I when it when they pay the the when they play the Cavs that will be the one point that it's interesting because they have a freight train called LeBron James running mm-hmm. at them the whole time and if you don't have someone that at least makes him pivot mm-hmm. or makes him pull up and take a jumper he's going to do that all the time I think remember when the Pacers were just uh, warring with the Heat the whole time and everyone was discussing that as far as you know the fact that they were able to make LeBron James make jump shots. That series, when everyone said that, Zaza Pachulia. Uh-huh. They have Zaza Pachulia as their starting center. But that That's series. We got there at the same time. Yeah. That series <laughs> was the one where LeBron basically showed, like, okay, you want to say the Pacers are going to stop me from going to the rim? I'm going to go to the rim the whole time. And they ended up beating the crap out of the Pacers. They got a couple guys. They got uh, JaVel McGee also. Yep. Um, I don't know how good They got he David still West, is. too. Silently, David West, like David West. Yeah, I know he's a ring chaser, but let us please remember (laughs) that he did not start ring chasing, like when he wasn't good. Yeah, he wasn't bad with Indiana that last year he was there, and he wasn't bad with the Spurs. The Spurs just had a lot of people playing that position. So I think this could be a this could be a that could be a quiet bench player that they appreciate down the stretch. And they still have um, obviously Kevin Durant, Andre Iguodala. Who's Ian Clark? Guard. We'll probably never see him play. Because <laughs> uh, obviously the the um, Splash Brothers hold it down, and then you got Livingston backing them up. 
Their yeah. roster doesn't look half bad. No, I think they did a good job of filling in pl- it with players. I, I like I said, I definitely think the 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 West pickup's going to be big for them. Um, I I know I said this to you earlier in the weekend, um, and this is a question I'd want to pose to the audience as well. While we're talking about super teams in 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 NBA in the NBA, we've actually seen super teams happen in college basketball as well. Where you know, we have the the Fab Five and players decide that they're going to go to the same college team and all sign letters of intent on the same team. Do you think you could form a super team in the NFL? Do you think that a bunch of a group of players, let's say a group of free agents, whether on the defensive, let not say defense and offensive, but <laughs> a, an offensive roster, let's say a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, and so from various teams, all decide to hold get out of their contracts or they're out of their contracts in free agency and they all decide to stay with the same team. Do you think it could happen where they would take pay cuts to a certain, the, the amount of an extent that they could all make to the same team? I do not believe so. And the reason I say this is because the, the coach and the GM hold too much power in the NFL. What coach would want it? You're telling me if the Jaguars, if Tom Brady was a free agent, uh-huh. if, Emmanuel Sanders so was a, a free agent. It's a favorable situation. Because when you pitched it, I was kind of thinking, like, if somebody, like, um, blonde hair kid catches up balls. I can't remember his name. I'm straight drawing Gronk? No. Or Gronk. Greg Olson. Giants. Oh, Odell Beckham. 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 Wow. I'm getting old. Um, Odell Beckham wants to go to, say, like, a Patriots team. I don't think that... Um, Belichick Belichick, I think him. I think if he told Belichick, "I'll play for whatever dollar amount you want," I'll come there. Just fit me Belichick your cap. Belichick would take it because he is. That would be like a, a superhero to them because well, he's everything that Wes Welker and Amadola are, but he's fast. Well, the thing <laughs> the thing I'm he's athletic. At, he's thing. athletic and fast, and you know what I'm hinting at by not being Andola, Amadola or Welker. Yeah, something they haven't had since Randy Moss left. A good non Welker or Amond non black. <laughs> they haven't had a good black I'm wide not, receiver gonna, in a long time. I'm not gonna give it to you. They have not had a physically gifted <laughs> wide receiver in a long time. Do they have anybody black? Over? Well, yeah, they, they did. They, they drafted uh, Malcolm Mitchell, that kid from Georgia, which they got blown over there too. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. What I'm what I'm getting at is even when we're discussing it, notice what we said that Billichet would still have to make the decision. The power holds on the coach. So if a super team's gonna form, it will be on the coach or GM to come together and say, "Hey, we want to pursue these guys, throw whatever money you want at them." But then you also still gotta realize that there's a hard salary cap in football. Hard salary cap. They would have to take a significant pay cut because there's there's a lot of people. We're not I, talking twelve there, people. We're talking fifty six. I don't think there are player options in NFL contracts either. I think there's team options where yeah. the team has the option to pick you up. And then if they don't, they can release you, or you can get franchise tag. That's the most. That, yeah, there's no player option. That's at all. the biggest thing that keeps a super team from happening. I think is the play, is, franchise the, is the franchise tag. Yep. Is the ability for franchise tag to happen, and then for them, they can actually franchise you, franchise you, franchise tag, tag you, you twice. <laughs> yeah, it uh, costs uh, them. It costs them exponential amounts of money. Uh, but if if they saw it happening, uh, it, it would be. I what I'm doing. No, you're cool. Um, <laughs> it's like so killing me. I don't think it could happen either. Uh, I think football is also, but I think football would be one of those sports where it would be so cool to see it happen. You know, you build you build yeah, mad but, teams but even, all the time. Even in doing so, so 
the, the only way that happens is rookie team. Super team. The only the only way it happens is if it's rookies, it, like wow. rookies that have just gotten out of their not rookies, but team players that have just gotten out of their rookie contract. So like Russell Wilson last yeah. year or Andrew Luck this year. If they don't if they don't sign that contract and they play out their deal, and then they. I, you can't even say it because they'd have to wait sync two years. The to, yeah, they would have to sync up the times. It's so convoluted. That's what I'm saying. In basketball, it's so easy to kind of say, uh, hey, sign a two-year contract because in two years I'll be looking to make a move. I have a player option. You don't have that at NFL. And then you do all of that work to try to put it together, and then that person gets franchise tagged, and you're just fucked anyway. Would it be better for the league? I don't know if it would be that good for the league for them to have it. No, I like the way they have it now. I, I don't... Honestly, for the most part, I don't really think about contracts and shit. I'll tell though. you this: I don't necessarily know if the NFL's formula is working for the NFL right now. I think I think there are about ten teams every single season that you look at and they say they don't have a good quarterback, and they and then their team's pretty much useless to the NFL. I mean, you could take that, the Browns, you could take the Jaguars, you could take, in most years, the Texans, you could take <laughs> the Jets. There's a lot of teams. You could take the Titans before they just got Mario. You could take about six teams in the NFL and turn them into two teams. And they'd probably be much better for the NFL. Because... Their markets aren't that... Don't, yeah. I don't know what the hell the NFL gets out of the Browns. I don't know. Just a classic team. I think they're keeping them for, like, nostalgia. If I mean, I'm being really, really real, there's no reason to move St. Louis, the Rams, from St. Louis to L.A. Mm-hmm. and keep the Browns where they are. Hot take central. The NFL needs to revert to 30 teams. 30 take teams? Two te- take two teams out. That would be weird. That would be like... You would sacrifice two teams... Take all those players and all that money and whatever the owners and move them to mold with another team. So yeah, so if what other if you dissolved if you dissolved the Cleveland Browns roster, it would be really easy for them to move to another team or to be picked up by other teams because or, or just as soon as none of them get signed because they <laughs> all they have is skill positions. Yeah. They don't have anything anyone. Else so wants. you guys can keep all your coaches and stuff. Take them down to college. I don't know. I, I, the thing with the NFL is I'm not saying that their formula works 100%. There's still a lot of kinks. But as a viewer, I'm, I'm not as engaged in player contracts. And I'm kind of glad I could just focus on the game. And even as a Bucks fan, I don't get into how many years Jameis signed for and all that stuff because it doesn't matter to me. My team will make the moves that are best for them at the time that they need it. Now, in the basketball world, I'm highly engaged in contract talks because it's it's very necessary to understand where things are going to be in the next couple of years in the NBA because shit moves fast. Yeah. Are you so, engaged? Are you as engaged this NFL season as you were previous seasons? Overall, overall, uh, it's the ratings are down right now. The ratings for especially for Monday Night Football and Sunday Night Football, which I think that's a little bit on the NFL by trying to be. They're, the they're trying. They're trying to be nice and let every team get a primetime game. But let's be honest. Every they, team doesn't need a primetime game. Jets Bills does not need does, to be a primetime game. No. in any in any situation. If they did what the NBA does and just put the best games on, yeah, they they might sustain those ratings. Why are we sending Jack? I'm a Colts fan. Why are we sending Jack's Colts to London? Our best representation of football is not Jack's. Because fuck London, that's why. <laughs> no, but that's, we, only, but, that's the only thought process. The thing process is, I can it's think. growing in popularity. It is growing in popularity. No, no, no I'm saying. And I don't think they want to send our worst game over there. What I'm saying is if you're the defending uh, champ Broncos. You don't think Broncos, you're, you're Broncos not Patriots the, would be better? Yes, but you're not going to take a home game and sacrifice our home game and all the money you would have made here to give London a good game. But Okay, so where they would sacrifice. That's sacri- how I would feel if I had a good I, team. I wonder, if they, would, I wonder if they would actually make more money because instead of relying on ticket sales and – and box seats and other everything's like that. Putting a primetime game in London, can you imagine the TV 
sales they would make on commercials, the amount they'd be able to charge more because you didn't have all those things, they'd probably they be able to charge charge a premium for they that. They know the NFL or yeah, the, the NFL. Broncos? The NFL. Oh, that doesn't help the Broncos. That's what I'm saying. If I'm revenue the Broncos, sharing, it does help the Broncos. If I'm if I'm the team, if I'm a good because the Broncos don't make that immediate that money immediately anyway. They I'll put it this. in a pot and they all split a revenue share. I'll say this: if I'm a good team, communism and <laughs> it's socialism. socialism. Uh, if, is it communism? Or social- it it's is social. communism. Yeah, we're confused. No, it's socialism. I'm just messing with you. It's yeah. I said communism because it's funny to say communism yeah. because Com- every, everyone in America pulls out a, a switchblade every time you say the word communism. But commie. Um, no, but let's, let's look at it like this: If I'm a team and I'm we have high ratings and we make a lot of money on our ticket sales and or whatever you want to call it, I was sacrificing a away game. I wouldn't give a fuck. I mean, yeah, fly us out to to London. But who's going to be the team to give up their home game if they're good? A well, good team. I think this year. I think, Seattle? I, I think this year it was the Jags gave up a home game. No one cares about the Jaguars. No one goes to Jaguar games in, in, in uh, Actually, Jacksonville. Jaguars sell out every year. They sell out more games than the Bucks have in the last five years. But they have a smaller stadium. No, they don't. Because <laughs> you can keep throwing these arguments. It does not work. It's nothing to their do sta- with Jacksonville. Their stadium is way funner. It's nothing than to yours. do with Jacksonville. That's Sta- my final argument. Stadium's way funner. There's nothing to do in, our, in Jacksonville. Other than go to a much better stadium. Yeah, you Dude, I went that. to Philly, man. But you only say that so you can see your Colts twice a year or yeah. once a year. Absolutely true. Yes. Absolutely That's true. why it's more fun to you. I have no reason to ever have been in the Jacksonville Stadium, and I never will go. I think the Bucks play Jacksonville. I go to Miami, though. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. whole other conversation. I want to go to a, a Miami Marlins game, though, and get check out that Clevelander um, inside their little arena there. Yeah, it's... But I digress. (laughs) Anyway, so the next topic we want to talk about is near and dear to my heart. It has to do with the sad and somber subject of my Indianapolis Colts Mm. doing what I like to call a murder-suicide this past week. I'm going to give you a moment to go. So our GM decided to do – the reason I call it a murder-suicide is because not only did he kill his own career – But he decided to throw our star quarterback under the bus by saying the reason our defense sucks and the reason we haven't been able to build a defense is because we are hampered by a contract that is less than six six months old. Mm. We signed Andrew Luck to a bigger contract after after having him on his rookie deal, and somehow our defense isn't able to, to be good, and it hasn't been good. For all four years he's been here. And if that is because of the contract he signed six months ago, I don't understand the space-time continuum because, <laughs> holy crap, our defense hasn't been good for four years. He has missed countless draft picks, and this is the most disingenuous thing done by a piece of crap general manager. I've hated our general We had Bill Polian, who is by far one of the best. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, so he's by far better. And he was good at dra- he was good at drafting. I mean, if you think of the, the first-round draft picks Bill Polian had, Peyton Manning, Dwight mm-hmm. Freeney, mm-hmm. Edron James, Reggie Wayne, I mean, you. That, I just listed five, and the the sleepers he got in Bob Sanders, yeah. Robert Mathis, yeah. uh, Jeff Saturday. We did a hell of a job drafting, and then uh, this guy's Gr- Grigson's taken over, and he has just shit a bit. Yeah, oh my gosh, horribly. <laughs> but the thing that's the thing that makes it interesting to me is that usually when what you see someone a, a person in that position, you blame the coach or you blame. The owner, or you blame, blame you, 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 you don't blame your starting quarterback, and you don't blame your starting quarterback who ripped his spleen because he was beaten the hell out of yep. last year 
I, I don't understand. I don't know how it happened. Uh, what do you think his end goal was? I, I would, to try to motivate him to play harder? I just don't or? think he's very intelligent. I think that he got put in a hot situation, and, and he's just like, first name that came to his mind was Andrew Luck, and he said it. Uh, Andrew Luck's fault. But do you think, <laughs> does he think someone's buying that? Do you think someone's going to go, you know what? He he's right. Really. No, uh, because next year where Luck is still the starting quarterback and he's at home, uh, we'll know what the truth was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he would have been better off being blatantly honest every – I think every fifth, like third player on our defense is injured. Like yeah. we have the starting safety, starting cornerbacks. Um, we have a lot of injuries on our defense. I don't think our defense is going to be that good to begin with, but I don't think it would be as bad as it is now. I think we'd be able to contend with the, the Texans. I'm pretty sure we, being the Bucks, are in a similar situation. We, we taking lost, hella injuries. We lost like four linemen in, in two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> we just picking people up off the street at this point. I might need Absolutely. to slide by there and. Uh, Throw my name in a hat. Absolutely. I, <laughs> dude, I, I heard this. I heard this. Uh, when I heard that he said it, I, I read the article and I just shook my head and I was like, "This is just. This is what our season is." Yeah. This uh, is. Do you feel like you guys should just wrap it up and try to go for a high pick? Uh, I wish we would. I wish we would. I, w- I don't think we need to tank, but we need to like when last year when we were fighting to get a playoff spot, I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Shoot you for move that, yourself five. Shoot for that eighth pull, yeah. You, you you move yourself five slots back in the mm-hmm. draft automatically by getting into the playoffs yeah and so you kill yourselves as far as the draft but i gotta be honest the draft isn't made the first round no the draft is made i mean look at the patriots the patriots have struck out on first round draft picks but they but they're yeah they're second third fourth fifth sixth round picks they're seventh round quarterback dig really yeah i mean you have to be intelligent yeah Mm -hmm. dak prescott fourth round draft pick yep i mean you have to be able to to evaluate talent, and I don't think our general manager nor our head coach is a very good evaluator of talent, huh. and I think that's holding us back. I mean, I, it's isn't that us. one of their major job duties? It's a major major job duty of ever every, every team. <laughs> every I mean, you got to look at the Browns. They've had twenty seven different starting quarterbacks since two thousand two. Had more starting quarterbacks than I don't know every team in the NFL probably over that time period. That's more, yeah. That, what did you say? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Another another three or four. They they <laughs> the thirty two started quarterbacks in in ten years. Um, what's up next on the agenda? Next one is Brady's first game. Did you get to watch any of the highlights of that? I watched. I watched, I watched most the, of the game. I, I was gonna say I watched most of the game. Um, I started him in fantasy. I dra- I was one of those guys that drafted him, uh, and handcuffed him for the four weeks, and. I had a good time. <laughs> it was one of the rare times I had a good time watching Brady do something. Yeah, it was. We I think we both won in our in our pick. We said we would take them with yeah. like minus twenty one or whatever. They covered by twenty. Oh yeah, the points. Yeah, they yeah. they they, they did they everything we thought they would. How hilarious was it that the Browns lost another quarterback in that game? I was like, dude, you're getting throttled, <laughs> and your third string quarterback gets injured, and uh, Tom Brady's just street. dropping dimes. That offense looks so unstoppable. Dare, with Martellus dare, we say, dare we say is it kind of a benefit to them that he's had four weeks of not being hit, four weeks of not it being might, stressed. Yeah, it might be. He he could be playing at peak peak uh peak level all the way through the sixteenth, seventeenth game of the season. I think it's a which benefit. Would be scary for the NFC East. I think it's a benefit to him. I don't know if it's a benefit to other people on that team because they don't get the rhythm and stuff like that for the first four games. But I'll tell you this. It didn't look like they lost any yeah, but they're also playing the Browns. You know what I mean. So we'll see. It was a good preseason game for him yeah. to like get get his, get his things in order. I'll say this, man. The Browns are preseason. You look at you look at that offense. That looks like the New England team 
for when they had Aaron Hernandez or he who shall not be named, <laughs> the Cole Cole Stone Killer, the Aaron Hernandez. They have two great tight ends. They have Malcolm Mitchell who mm-hmm. looks like a stud at wide receiver, and then they got their slot receivers like they always have. When Deion Lewis comes back to full speed, they're gonna be that. Clicking. I don't think they're. I I I take the over under on them. I was gonna say I, 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 might, say, I might take them for the Super Bowl. They. Depending on how that defense holds up, the defense they is look the key. so good. The defense is the key. They look so good all across, all the way across the board. Um, I'll tell you this: I want to see how Trevor Simeon looks coming back from a shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. If he can hold it up, the, the Broncos look pretty pretty unstoppable themselves. Put it like this: Patriots get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. I'm taking them for the Super Bowl. That's usually what determines it in the AFC. Whoever has that the home field advantage, yes, yeah. because you're talking about weather and travel. There's not or, a team in the NFC I think that holds home field down like. The like the Broncos or the Patriots, other than Seattle. I don't think it matters that much. Yeah, Seattle's a, Se- a strong if Seattle one. Gets Seattle's it, a strong one. And, and people always talk about because of the stadium or whatever. I think Green it matters Bay. more that you're traveling across the country. Green Bay. Yeah, Green, that, that four-hour, that, that time zone change is a beast. I wouldn't say Green Bay because I've seen Green Bay get beat. And San Francisco owned them, like yeah, two playoffs games. The Giants beat them at Lambeau. late November. I mean, we're talking uh, early uh, January Winter games. It's happened though. It's happened. Yeah, people have beat them with running games. Mm-hmm. So that's or running quarterbacks. Running, yeah. So it's all in. You're right. Seattle might be one of the most formidable in the NFC. Uh, AFC, I think, is damn near every team. Pittsburgh, whatever team holds that. Yeah. That that uh has has that hat home field advantage. They kind of have a legit advantage. Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I, and they're in the driver's seat with their record, mm-hmm. and I don't see them losing a game. And them being the Patriots, yeah, I don't see that. I th- I think they finished the season. Do with they probably play the Broncos and... before? Oh yeah, they they play the Broncos. They play the Broncos. They play the Steelers. They play here. I'll pull up there. I'll pull up there. Broncos got to get together with their offense. Well, the I... thing is, they man, they had Paxton Lynch playing last week. Their offense looked good with Trevor Simeon. I mean, he threw for like four touchdowns the game before. Yeah, we just yeah. but their run game wasn't all there. Uh, I started CJ and he didn't do too too well. Not too bad, but. Nothing stellar. So this week the Patriots play the Bengals, then they play the Steelers, the mm-hmm. Bills, Seattle Seahawks at home. That'd be a good. And game. then they then they go on a nine 49ers, Jets, Rams, mm. uh, win, Baltimore. Win, win. win, yeah. So win. basically they have this week. I think the next uh, four should be a stretch for them. I think they beat the Bengals by like probably fourteen points. I would take them on that. I think they could do that. But then they play the Steelers, which is their tough game, and then they got you know Bills, Seattle. Basically every hard game they have after this, they have rest games or what I would count as rest yeah. games in between. They played the Broncos after playing those four. So they have really a easy light games. schedule. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I mean, I I could see them going into I could see them going into the end of the season, into the playoffs, probably thirteen and three. I think they might lose. They could lose that Seattle game. Like the, the game with the Broncos is in in Denver, uh-huh. and then they play a game at the end of the season at Miami, and then probably have their schedule works. I think they'll be, they'll be, they'll be resting at, people. At they'll probably be wrestling at yeah. resting at Miami. At Miami should be too. They usually beat them in Miami. <laughs> For Brandon's sake, we hope that Miami <laughs> can get a win. <laughs> Don't jump off a bridge, Brandon. We still love you, bro. He's got that tattoo. He's got to be committed. Oh man! <laughs> all I, all I have is a Bucks tag and a jersey. <laughs> but, <laughs> Brandon got that tattoo young too. Shout out to Brandon. Shout out to. To a keister. Crevice is a keister. But uh, also the next topic on the docket is Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. He is starting. It just came out. I think Fro it came out yesterday that. that he will be the starting quarterback for I got the this alert next today. week. All today. All I, right. Hot off the presses. <laughs> Hot take. Um, yes, yeah, they named him starting quarterback. Um, I guess they're tired of the experiment. 
that they were trying to put together. With Blank Gabbard. Yeah. I, Blank Gabbard is athletic. I understand it, but that, that's not, Blank Gabbard was not so good. Kaepernick. He hasn't been good anywhere else. I honestly think, listen, they're going to deny it until the cows come home. I think the only reason Blank Gabbard got five games was because Colin Kaepernick's because been kneeling because they're in the anthem. You know why I agree with you there? When they made the announcement Cap was going to be starting, he followed it up with, it's a football decision. So you're saying it wasn't before now? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. interesting. But, you know, to each his own. It's kind of like when you have to say it, then it obviously wasn't that. Like, if yeah. It, you know, yeah. It's almost one of those, um, not to be racist, yeah. but insert racist comment. So how long do you think he has before they pull him? Do you think he's got a game, Do they have anybody games? else to put in? Yeah, well, no, no. They'll, if, if he sucks, they're just going to put Gabbard back in. But what I'm saying... Oh, actually, I think they have uh, Christian Ponder as the third string. They might give him <sighs> the same stretch, five games. You think? I hope so. He went to a Super Bowl. He is not a bad quarterback. <laughs> I will tell you this. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. What I was think his issue? He wasn't accurate. After... Well, he wasn't accurate. He he lost a hell of a lot of weight after mm-hmm. his injuries this past, this past offseason. But he also had one of the worst coaches ever. Yeah. Like, the coach he had last season was horrible. He was completely out of his depth. I don't understand why they gave him a one-year parlay. And basically, he went from a brilliant coach in Jim Harbaugh to Subpar. Uh, just a lame duck. And now he's got Chip Kelly, who I don't understand. So my mindset when they, when they signed Chip Kelly was perfect. Uh-huh. Guy that likes running quarterbacks, guy who likes mobile quarterbacks that can, that can throw the deep ball. Let's this works perfectly. Get the ball on the outside, get it on some screens, dump it off on play action. Short, You've short, got short exactly what you're right. And then yeah. he said, No, I'm going with Blaine Gabbard. I was like, Whoa. What the hell? Like, is it just a personality difference? I don't know. I don't, I think that there's going to be a short leash. I think he's probably got a game to two games and he better show out. And I'm actually rooting for him. I'm, I'm rooting for him because all the people that were bagging him. When he started the protest, everyone that said, oh, you're probably going to be cut, you're not a starter, who cares what you have to say. <laughs> if he performs and he does well and, like, God forbid, makes it to a Pro Bowl. Oh, man. I, a lot of feet and mouths. Lot, lot, well, no, I, everyone's still going to be mad because he's still going to be kneeling during the, the national anthem. But it's going to be a lot of people that were hope. I, You know what? People are rooting for him to fail. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm that's what I mean, feet, uh, yeah. feet and mouths. Yeah, I'm, rooting, I'm rooting for him to succeed. I'm all for it. I, it Regardless of his protests or not, I would like to see this kid at least get some kind of glory back of his previous uh, that Super Bowl run. I hope this same thing isn't happening. Um, Cam Newton lost the Super Bowl doesn't look the same. There's something to be said for bad playoff losses, though. Yeah. I think I oh, it's so not just not oh, just playoff goodness. losses in general, but bad ones. Yeah, bad there's beats. definitely a hangover from bad losses, like the Bengals. I don't think the Bengals are the are the same team they were. I remember the year. Remember the year where Carson Palmer was there. Yeah. Chad Ochocinco, Chris mm-hmm. Henry, and Carson Palmer had his knee blown out yep. against whenever they thought they were going to be good, and then they didn't recover for a little while. I think the Bengals, the way they lost last year on that penalty with uh, that Burfick, was, yeah. You, you sometimes get bad losses. Seattle had the hangover a little bit at the beginning of the season. You say hangover, though. I think we're looking at a straight-up like a PTSD situation, almost like gun-shy. The whole team looks off. Mm-hmm. They didn't I, do much to the improve their offensive line, though. No, but... The, the side of the offensive line where Von Miller plays still isn't good. And that was the problem. Like Their offensive line was getting Cam killed, and teams started figuring out, like, Oh, we just rush if, if we just press, press the corners and rush constantly, 
They can't. You we're can, gonna rush, lay hats on him. We're you gonna, can rush on pass and running downs because you you disrupt their whole flow when mm-hmm. you when you just light that side up. But it needs to be stated that they probably if Cam looked to his left while running into the end zone the other game against Atlanta, he they probably would not be in the <laughs> situation they're in now. Because Cam Wayne ran into the end zone like people aren't allowed to touch him within two yeah. yards of the end zone. Hey, and hey, old I'm boy a, just I'm a quarterback, don't touch hat. me. Oh, ah. Laid a hat on him and knocked himself yeah. out. Let's say they both they, they, they both, both were yeah. yeah. Did the other guy not start this week? No, I don't know if he played or not, but he should have gotten a damn penalty Cam, for helmet to helmet because he hit him with his face. I I didn't see a penalty there. I say we're both going for the line. We're both trying to stop each other. That's what the NFL Yo, it wants. Was, That's what we're well, giving. Helmet, helmet should have been. Like, it was like face mask and face mask. Where's your frame mask attached to you? Where's your frame mask? Face I mean, mask. Yeah, so technically, it's on your helmet, but I didn't like launch my helmet yeah. into you. Like I risked as much injury as I did. Like you know I me. Mean? Think about what a John Lynch used to do. He's yeah, John Lynch wouldn't driving headbutt people. I I have my opinion on John Lynch as a football player. Period. But John Lynch it would not. not be a negative one. John Lynch would not be a Pro Bowler. He would not be a Hall of Famer in Hall of Fame consideration in if current, current NFL. No, he couldn't play. He, be he couldn't he cover. He couldn't cover. No. John Lynch was a little outside linebacker. <laughs> we we didn't hire him to cover. Um, we definitely put him in the box, ate in the box to light people up on that line. Um, but anyway, cat starts. I wish them all the best. Keep kneeling, brother. You keep doing your your protest, and it keep the conversation. I going. hope he succeeds, man, because he's got all the talent in the world. Yeah. He's got the athletic ability. I liked him when he played for Nevada. He was he was good there. Um, next topic that we have on the docket is um, just a question for me and Mike, and uh, for some of you, if you're Bucks fans or if uh, one listener out there other than myself is a Colts <laughs> fan <laughs> that listens yeah, here, that's you got right there. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna talk about our two favorite teams and what we would like to do. I'm gonna start off with Mike. What would you Ooh. do to fix the Bucks right now, uh, other than take back your second round draft pick and uh, use it for someone who's useful? Man, I, I kind of wanted to go there uh, at Aguayo. I, I still have the faith that we saw what he did at Florida State. The kid is an amazing kicker. I don't know what's happening here in the pros. It's still it's the same ball, just kicking. Is bro. it the curse of the bay? I, uh, no, we've had some good kickers. We had like Gramatica and other folks. Too much uh, lad night. He's just out partying too much. Man, He's at HBC. Oh, that curse of the bay. Yeah. Um, so a lot I, of players who come to Tampa or come to Florida I, in general, and that nightlight just jumped up and out. got him. Few coaches that have come to Tampa. Yeah. Raheem. It's rough, man. It's rough. We stay see him and so yeah, yeah, all yeah. of those guys. Loves the uh, white ladies. Hey, you said it. <laughs> I'm not talking about women. Um, oh, that I didn't know. That's interesting. <laughs> That's a rumor. Um, all that to be said, I, I don't think I would take back the second pick. I think if we could have made it later, obviously we would have tried. But for whatever reason, they want to make it when they make it. Being direct, I think what we need right now is a serious... It's a mental thing, it seems like to me. I feel like we have all the talent on the offensive side that we need to do what we need to do, but it's just not gelling. I think it'll come together. I'll leave that at what it is. Uh, but the major thing I would correct at my team right now is our defensive backs. They're super soft, barely covering people, getting toasted on verticals, horizontals, short, long, medium, zone passes. We're just getting torched all over the fucking field. And this has been a problem for the last like seven or eight years. We've picked up some good people and then just let them go. Like we had to leave. We had a few, yeah. a few keynote I, guys. There, that were good. There's a few players that have left. I think 
there's players on each of the last three Super Bowl teams mm-hmm. that started with your team. Yep. They got re- released, not traded. Yeah, just let released, go. Just, just let go. Goodbye. Have a great time. Or having great careers. <laughs> so yeah, with that with that being said, I think we need to shore up our defensive backs. Um, get some good cover guys. Our front seven is is beasting. We have one of the best front sevens in the league. I think what Jeremy McCoy's not having that good of a year. This he year. was before he got hurt. Yeah. No, no, he's not having a standout year alone. But I mean them as a core. Mm-hmm. So when he's drawing those double teams, other people picking up the slack, getting to the getting to the QB. Um, so I'm good with our front seven. Quan Alexander, Levante David, you guys are studs. Stay in there. Um, Levante David is the most underappreciated. Yeah, because he's so he's like the the um, Tim Duncan of linebackers. He just quietly does what he does and goes home and does it. You know, does it again next week. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Just to reiterate, uh, defense has always been a, a major stake in our in our division and us as a team. And right now, our defense is porous in the back in the in the deep threat. So we need we need to shore up our safeties and our DBs. I think there's something to be said for Jameis Winston. Um, he is so talented. He is so he is so good tread, at tread, reading defenses. Lightly, sir. <laughs> but I think he has to realize that this is the NFL. He can't play hero ball. There was a lot of times at Florida State where he would put that team on his back mm-hmm. and he would make a crazy throw between three defenders. It would get caught. It would turn yeah. into a touchdown. He would make an amazing or do that run like Oklahoma State where he dodged at least 13 people that were on the football field made in the um, end zone. I'll give you two examples he, this game that you just referenced. Uh, hero ball when he tried to run for that first down. Mm-hmm. Fumbled the ball, ended up recovering it himself. Thank God. And then there was another play that same drive. It was third and long, or second and long, and he threw into two-man coverage yeah. to Evans well, the and forced it. Arizona game where he threw four interceptions was yeah. strictly him just trying to make a play. And you, the thing is, you want that in him. You I, I like that. I want, like the competitive nature, but you want him to make intelligent. Plays every once in a while, time. throw the ball away mm-hmm. and get down. I mean, all like, the, all the good quarterbacks do it. Tom Brady, let's say Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers for one, they throw it away when they can. They they, they take the five yard under routes, and then the one time they get the good one, they launch, they they connect. And Tom Brady is that's the key. The Michael Jordan of avoiding getting hit. Yeah, like like, <laughs> like you're not messing up my money. Nah, like whoop, not, <laughs> bye. Not today, and I plan he on being avoided, a model. After he avoided this. social issues like Tom Brady avoids getting hit. <laughs> it is not happening today. But all so, right, my turn. Yeah, so what do you think about your team? What because we did talk so a little no, bit about your Colts. There's no quick fix for for my team. Oh, um, I you, think we're would two you blow drafts. It all up? No, no, I think there's we're two drafts away from okay. being um, anywhere near what we used to be, like making it to any deep into the playoffs. Um, Playoff I think drafts. it's gonna it's gonna take two drafts because we have to have we have to attack two different things. We have to attack our secondary, mm-hmm. and we need to attack our offensive line. And neither of them can happen in this, like, all in one draft. No, yeah, you, you can to... get. But our biggest thing is hitting on at least one position player each draft. I mean, getting a fun, like a cornerstone offensive lineman or getting a stalwart um, cornerback mm-hmm. or a dominant rangy safety, something like that. Because I'll tell you this, we have been playing the 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 crapshoot of free agency for the last few years and it's not benefiting us no we're getting older in positions where you need to be young mm-hmm. you cannot have a bunch of old cornerbacks in an nfl that is all about throwing the ball yeah, and you can't have a bunch of offensive linemen that other teams didn't want to protect the the quarterback of the future yeah. hey, these let, are two things that go. are in the opposite <laughs> of the rest of the nfl and i think we i i if we could land a solid I would love a solid um, safety, and or either that or a dominant dominant tackle. 
I just don't think we we have. And it's not going to happen in one draft. I think it's going to take at least two drafts. I think if we draft well this year, we could win our division easily and make it to the second round. We could be the Bengals. We could make it to the first or second <laughs> round of the playoffs. Just good enough to make the playoffs yeah. and be out. But our offense, is, our offense is dynamic. We have good tight ends. We need a running back, but let's be honest. I can, we can get a run, you can get a good running back in the fifth round. Nobody it's not something it. you need to yeah. – yeah. Back is a deep position. Running back is a very deep position. And also, this is a this is a thing I personally don't like. Bomani Jones always talks about how many weapons Andrew Lux had. Andrew Lux had. I don't like that all of our receivers are under five foot eleven. I don't like no, that we that's, have. That's they're never all a the good same. Recipe. Yeah, I think you need to at least have one receiver that you know what you turn around, you throw a jump ball to him, and we don't have someone that I feel like you can do that yeah, to. We're the opposite. We have all tall receivers. Yeah, <laughs> which I would rather have. I'd yeah, rather have a bunch of, of tall receivers. Yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm just no. saying. You can dink and dunk with tall receivers. Yeah. You can. It, it is harder to beat some of the coverages with. That's with that's short the thing. Receivers. Height height can't be defeated. Height or speed, speed can be conquered. Well, with multiple people. Yeah, you yeah. can't teach height. You can't teach speed. No, but you could defend speed easier. Just put multiple people on them. You could put multiple people on Evans. He'll yeah. just watch what they're doing to Odell Beckham. I understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely. I mean, that that sounds like a good. Is there a way that we can get this message to our team? Uh, a letter, if you will, if you want to go old school or an email. I'd probably have to go to that jazz bar Jim Irsay sits at and plays all freaking day <laughs> and gets hammered. That's how you catch a coach? Yeah. I don't I don't know where. Um, our coach, uh, old boy from the Falcons, I forget his name right now. Dirk Cutter? Cutter. I don't know where he's at. I'm kind of glad I don't see him out nowhere. Yeah. It's kind of nice. I don't know. Imagine where he would go out. Dirk Cutter doesn't. Not so I think I think he'd catch him at like a Cinebistro. Dallas Bull or something. No, just because he's white, don't do that. That's not low hanging that. fruit. That's not why I said low that. Low hanging That's fruit. That's not why I said that. I'm not being racist. He though. doesn't look. Like he that. looks you like know a Bahama breeze. I bet he's sitting at the outside bar. <laughs> he looks like I was what, like, he looks a, like a guy that guy. retired a little early. So he's not having his Hawaiian like, shirt. Yeah, and the Hawaiian shirt, yeah. open toed sandals. I can see that. Gasper's not wearing him though. Not wearing. Oh, they're next. They're all yeah. They're next to him on the board. That's what Dirk Cutter looks like. I like it. Let's let's check Bahama Breeze next week for Cutter and see if we can get some uh, get something. What's up with Aguayo, man? Aguayo, holler at us. What's up? Yeah, you got nothing else to do. Yeah, his his Kick brother his brother also had a bad game right after doing the ice in the veins thing. Yeah, <laughs> which is hilarious. But yeah. anyway, guys, this wraps up episode twelve of Masters of Banter. Yes, yes. We hope you enjoyed the double header that you had here with eleven and twelve. Check out eleven, which was about black media this month, mm-hmm. which has to do with Luke Cage. Um, Atlanta, Bert, Atlanta and Birth of the Nation. Yes. And then also this week where we talk a little bit about sports, we get into the NBA, which we are excited that it's getting closer and closer. Mm-hmm. And another week of the NFL. Uh, we'll be back next week. Remember, hit us up at shiftedvisionmedia.com. Find all our social media, all of our connections, and our blog posts also. Uh, thank you again, episode 12. I'm Mike Lake. I'm John Michael. Get ready for next week. We're going to split them up on the Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yep. yep. Not a doubleheader. Thank you.